This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 277, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode we have, let's say, an important episode today as we talk about a big important topic here in the UK at the moment which is women's sport and more specifically women's football as the England football team women's football team recently won the European Championships which here is obviously a massive massive thing they are also known as the lionesses so that's what we talk about today in general terms, though, we don't talk about players' names and stuff like this. Details, we talk about what this means for women, why it's important, how women have suffered in the past. So maybe in some ways it's a bit more of a serious episode than usual, as I do think this is an important issue because obviously I have a daughter myself now and I want her to be whatever she wants to be when she grows up maybe a doctor a language teacher or a footballer so I do actually think this is important even though I do joke around a bit in the episode obviously so I talked to substitute Sabrina about this because she is you know a kind of activist for these kind of things so we are taking her expert knowledge. So here is the conversation. Happy listening. Substitute Sabrina, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Always fantastic. Even more fantastic. England have now finally won a football tournament. Who would have thought it, hey? Finally, they brought it home. <laughs> Exactly. Finally, finally brought it home, which we will be talking about in much more detail in a bit. But before we get there, how do we usually start the show? I think uh, there's a review. Absolutely. Do you think we have a review? Most definitely you have a review. I mean, you do sound confident. We do have a review, but just always expect the worst is my advice. Okay. Okay. Always expect the worst. And then it's Things only get better because your expectations are low. But yes, we do. And it's from Mari Sanpa. Um, and it's five stars on iTunes as well. My favorite. And it says a few years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. But thanks to Rock and Roll English, I realized how pleasant and useful listening to Martin and his friends adventures are. I'd say that this constant listening practice has given me a reason to improve my listening as well as vocabulary skills. And most importantly, I have never been bored when listening to an episode. That's the number one rule of rock and roll English. Nothing boring. So if you need to practice more and you are willing to have fun, this is the right place for you. Lots of stars at the end of the review. So thank you very much for that, Marisan Pa. As it was written, lovely review. Hey, substitute Sabrina. Yeah, that I mean, you always get lovely reviews because this is an awesome podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost another review there from substitute Sabrina. Um, so thanks again for that, um, Marisanpa. So on to today's episode where we are talking about women's football or sport or just girl power in general. Okay. 
Um, and you're the perfect person for this substitute, Sabrina. That's why I thought I would get you on knowledge because you, you fight for women's rights, don't you? I always fight for women's rights. I fight for human rights, uh, but in particular, women's rights, yes. And you also played football um, as a youngster, didn't you? Yes, I did play soccer because as... Uh, uh, sorry, right. America... We need to establish some rules immediately, okay? <laughs> soccer is what they call it in america okay it's football you play with your feet it makes sense in america the term football is a game you play with your hands and the ball looks like an egg it's not even a ball it's an egg okay listen um i don't care so much for american football but that's why we say soccer and football so there's the you know the two different sports but yes i know the rest of the world calls it football and uh, it's football but in america soccer Right. Okay. But yeah, you were a player though. Yes, I was. Right. Okay. You can use some of your experience again for us. But as I said, the main message is just girl power. And I even saw the Spice Girls um, tweeted something about girl power and thought, wow, when the Spice Girls get involved (laughs) now, now we're talking now I'm now I'm interested because that's where that's where it all started. Well, I mean, it's it's great, the enthusiasm and everything, but keep in mind that uh, women, girls have been playing soccer for a long time. I'm proof mm. of it. If you see the picture I posted in the 80s, I was playing football, soccer. Right, in, in, in the 80s, right, wow. Well, I mean, maybe you were the reason everyone started, okay? <laughs> everyone in England can thank you for this, for finally bringing it home. But yeah, like you said, all of this enthusiasm, um, here in the UK, it's been almost euphoria. Everyone has been so happy. I went. I was in the supermarket the other day and heard, I think, three different people talking about it, saying, oh, finally, we've won something. And it was the girls that did it. But then I must admit, because when someone's talking about something you're interested in, that conversation immediately becomes a hundred times more interesting. So I, I was pretending to buy something when... You were eavesdropping. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lovely term to say listening to someone else because it just becomes so much more interesting. And some of the stuff they were saying, like everyone's got an opinion on football, I think. And I personally think to talk about football, you need to do a quiz first, just to say you know what you're talking about. And this not women I'm talking here also men like sometimes I'm in a pub very often I hear people talk and I just think look you need before you express your opinion you need to actually know what you're talking about have the basics about the sports exactly no I think that's a fair thing to say this is why I try not to talk about politics because I and art because I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about so I stay away from those subjects Okay, yeah, you have a point there about art, but politics you should be involved because the world around us is changing. I mean, look, you got the the Trump twin is out out, out of uh, the picture now. <laughs> yeah, ig- exactly. Um, but yeah, as I said, my knowledge on politics not not so great. But so another great reason for the girls finally the sport becoming more popular is so now when I watch a game of football. I can also appreciate the, we call it eye candy. So something that looks nice on the eye. Mm, Wrong (laughs) term there, buddy. Uh, Sorry, you can't use that. Why not? 
why do we have to say eye candy? Uh, we don't say you don't say that for the men's team. So why do we have to say it for the women's team? Now I don't say that for the men because I don't see the men as attractive. But you definitely say this for the men. In fact, I remember watching a football match with you. This was in 2012. We were watching an England game and. One of the players were there and you said, oh, wow, look at him. He's nice. But I think this is one of my points. It's okay to look at people and say she's attractive. Like it's okay for women to look at men and say he's attractive or no. Yes, it is okay. But I mean, you're using it as an excuse. You say, okay, let me watch uh, the women's team because uh, there's some beautiful women out there. Um, or, you know, they take off their shirts when they score the goal. Uh, so it's like, no, oh. no, no, I'm not saying that's the only reason. I'm just saying that's an added bonus. The same for you. You watch men's football and, you know, you enjoy the sport, you enjoy the game. Added bonus. There are some attractive men running around. What's the problem? Yeah, but I don't mention, oh, it's eye candy. I just say, oh, yeah, he's hot. But, you know, that's I mean, it. <laughs> what's the difference? He's hot. A bit of eye candy. Okay, she's hot. That's fine. I'm happy with that term as well. Just any attractive. But as I said, this is a normal thing to do. I don't know. I, um, I, I, I don't like the term. But anyway, let's move on. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with this, this whole thing. In fact, I saw one thing. A girl on the team said when she was playing at school, she got detention for playing football. So I'm not sure if people are familiar with detention where you have to like... You can't go out at playtime to like play with people because you have to stay in class or even after school. That is what detention is. And she got that for playing football, which, you know, that's disgusting. I was actually reading some comments uh, after the game and I didn't know that in the UK, correct me if I'm wrong, that girls don't can't play in PE. They can't yeah, play no. football. Well, I don't know the situation now, but when I was at school, it was it was it was not even considered um it was but at the same time i remember being at school and the teacher once enforced the girls to play and it was the girls against the boys playing football right and it was horrible because the girls didn't want to play <laughs> and they they were being forced to play but yeah in as far as i know people don't play which yeah that that's definitely wrong it should be an option but I'm sure there was probably some girls that wanted to play. Oh, yeah. You know, make it a well, co-ed. When I was in junior high in Florida, I tried out for the boys team. And I actually got on the team. I didn't get to play because they kept me on the on the bench. But I was on the team. And then girls team came out. And obviously, I tried out. I got, you know, I got in. But yeah, I had to play on the boys team. Right. Interesting. Um, and in fact, this is one of the things I wanted to ask. Do you think there will ever be a day when they play together? Uh, as co-ed, it could be in the future, but not in the near future, because mm. uh, people are still talking about how the sport is played differently, um, mm. which uh, we still have to get over this. So co-ed, mm. I don't see it anytime soon. Um, because again, when I I was living in Rome actually, and I was playing just like a Wednesday after work a game of football, and it was a mixed game, so it was girls and boys, and I specifically remember once kicking the ball extremely hard because I wanted to score a goal. I you know shot towards the goal, right? And I didn't even realise that at that moment a girl was in goal, 
and the ball hit her very hard in the face. Um, She was on the floor and I, I felt terrible about it. You didn't have to feel terrible. That's part of the game. When I tried out for the high school team, that's how I got my position as a goalkeeper. I was hit in the face with the ball. I was, <laughs> on, the, I, I was on the floor for maybe about two minutes. I got up and the coach said, okay, you, you, you made the cut. <laughs> right. Okay. I like that. Such an American term that you made the cut. Um, so that that's the test then. Just stand there and get a ball kicked exactly, in your face. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually you reminded me of a game that I used to play at university with my friends which was called Faceball where we used to sit in the living room this is just an example of how you have nothing to do at university we had a ball that was soft and the idea of the game was to throw it in the other person's face so the other person had to sit there close his eyes and say one two three go and you had to throw it at their face as hard as you could very smart um, game <laughs> yeah we we even called it face ball um and then we actually changed it to throw the ball at the other person's penis as hard as you could but that didn't last long because that was too dangerous you know yeah i think a little painful too <laughs> dangerous for the future so we, that got banned that got banned um but i found some examples of um women outperforming men so apparently there's a cyclist called sienna hogan who has the the record for cycling from los angeles to san francisco um record men and women um there's another one example here for tennis so billy jean jing uh, king sorry was yeah king i don't know why i said jing (laughs) i think it was because it says jean king i had the j in my mind okay um, against Bobby Riggs in tennis, 1973. Um, so um, Bobby obviously being the man. And he said before the match, I'll tell you why I, w- I will win. She's a woman and they don't have the emotional stability to win. Oh, whatever. Um, and then it said he was made to eat his words. So a lovely term there. Like when you talk before which is always dangerous in sport. Never talk before the match. And he lost. Um, he lost to this woman. Um, there's, and there's another a, sorry, one. Sorry to interrupt you. There's an actually cool uh, movie about that. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll have to watch that. Another one, Jackie Tonawanda against Larry Rodania. Um, and this was a boxing fight. So this Jackie Tonawanda was called the female... Muhammad Ali, wow. 1975, Madison Square Garden. She knocked him out in the second round, put him on his backside. Yeah. Um, and I must, I looked at a video of this and I must admit, I saw her and thought, fucking hell, she looks scary. I would <laughs> not, I would not want to mess around with her at all. Um, but speaking about these things, now we're being, you know, talking about all of this stuff. Boxing in general, I mean, that should be banned. What What do you think? When the idea of the game is to knock the other person unconscious, I mean, how, how does that still exist? To be honest, it's not one of the sports uh, that I like to watch. Uh, um, mm. And actually, yeah, I agree. It should be banned or mm. eliminated or whatever because you're, you have to knock down the other person by... <laughs> Punching yeah, them punching in the face. Them, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That surely can't be allowed. No. Um, but 
what else do we have here? So here I have some reasons why women's football is better than men's, okay? Um, which I just Googled. And it said 90% of male footballers are idiots. Um, and I must admit, I agree with that, maybe 95%. Um, but then I also thought that for me is the kind of the number of just people in general. M- most people, are, I mean, the Brexit vote is the example of that. Most people are idiots. Exactly. Um, in general um it says women's football is much more family friendly um which is good but although in the final um there was one of the england players i can't remember her name um who had a bit of an argument Ah, yeah really really tall um by the by the lips it, it it sounded like she was like telling her off Big time. <laughs> I mean, telling her off is an understatement. Well, she, I, I didn't want to use, you know. <laughs> it was very clear. She said, fuck off, you fucking prick. <laughs> Which... Ah, okay. There we go. Because I, you know, I thought he, she said bitch. And Alberto's like, uh, Mr. Substitute. He said, they don't say bitch in the UK. <laughs> no. Right? Uh, no. And I mean, prick, does that exist in this, in, uh, in the US? Do you yeah. call people a prick? Yeah, but usually it's right. for a male. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that a sexist comment to say that you can only use prick for a man? Well, it's just like saying bitch is for a woman and and prick is for a male. I don't. Right. I don't know if it's sexist. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and speaking of this, because just that word. I mean, it it basically means dick, I suppose. Um, I tried to do some research on that word just because I find it a very funny word, and I found out. Uh, it's a pubic hair, isn't it? A pubic hair? No, so pubic hair is the hair you have on your genitalia. I no, know means... what a pubic hair is. I was doing that for the listeners, not for you, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, just because they thought they might think a pubic hair is normal hair, but it's not. It's the one you have downstairs. Um, but no, prick, though, is basically dick um, here anyway. Again, in, in the States, I don't know. Um, and it says here um, another reason why women's football is better is, is because the women earn a lot less money. Which um, is a big issue because they do earn a lot less and it's totally wrong. Okay. There has to be equality there. Also a valid point. And speaking of equality, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is to talk about how far the, the game has come, especially, I can't talk for everywhere, in the UK. Now, this was in 2006, and I remember this. Now, this is disgusting, but I want to break it down a bit. So a football manager, there was a woman linesman who called offside and his his team lost because of that. And this is a quote. I'm going to read the quote and then we will analyse it, okay? Mm -hmm. He said, women in football is beyond belief. That might sound sexist, but I am sexist. I've spoken to my wife about it and she's okay with it. Now, I mean, where do you start with something like that? Well, unfortunately, there are a lot of women who are stupid because... Uh, <laughs> exactly you know, what I was talking about earlier with the percentage, okay? You know, they, they follow a sexist uh, person, husband, whatever. Mm. Uh, he's a total asshole for saying that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's my view on it. Uh, and I, I like the fact where he says that might sound sexist. So you're thinking, right, OK, he's now going to give a reason of why it's not sexist. But then he follows that up with, but I am sexist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even at the time that was considered bad. But now that would be 
I mean, this was 2006. That would be like not tolerated at all. And in fact, he has never worked in football again, I think, because of that comment. Um, but now it's much more, much more inclusive. So obviously football is a game for everyone. Um, I saw one of the women say when I grew up, I didn't know women's football existed. Now it does. I saw a beautiful tweet and it was a picture of a little girl watching the match and again i'm going to read the tweet this is why it matters representation my daughter doesn't have to have an interest in football she just has to know that it's an option that she can be anything she sets her little heart on exactly from a princess to a lioness that's right How about that that's awesome. That is that awesome. is awesome. And I think that's what it's all, all about. And again, I can only speak for my country, but knowing that it's an option of, like you said, playing at school just so they can do, you know, everything, everything that the men can do. That's right. So R&R, baby, get ready. She's going to get out yeah. there and, you know, she'll be the next uh, most valuable player. I would love for her to play football, but I said, I think the worry is that I might then start trying to give her advice. So then she would not want to take any advice from me. So she would not play basically to avoid me. That's the, that's the only thing that I think might stop her. But otherwise, yeah, I would absolutely love it. So, so yeah, so I think we've covered it. We've covered all of the, the, the problems in the past, um, You've even corrected me, some of my thinking. Um, and so onwards and upwards from here for for women's sport in general. That's right. Hashtag girl power. <laughs> Women power. <laughs> Women power. But anyway, so thanks a lot, Sub Substitute Sabrina, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, there we have it. Speaking about women's football, women's sport. So let's have a look at some of that R&R &R vocabulary. I said to substitute Sabrina, you played football as a youngster, didn't you? This word is a lovely word, a youngster, when you were young. Um, we spoke about how I was eavesdropping. When you eavesdrop, it's when you secretly listen to other people's conversations, which, as I said, are always so much more interesting than normal conversations. Then I spoke about eye candy, which is something that looks nice on the eye. We usually use this for the people we find attractive. And Substitute Sabrina got a little bit angry about that when I mentioned that. But I personally think there's nothing wrong with it. We are all human. I just think people are too afraid to say things these days. But that's not the reason I watched the match. I watched it because I wanted to see England win. There was just the added bonus of seeing some attractive girls. It was the same when David Beckham played football. There was always the added bonus of eye candy of watching David Beckham because he is eye candy for everyone, for men, for everyone, because he's just a beautiful human. So as I said, it's totally normal. Um, we spoke about detention, which happens in the UK and in the US, I believe. You know, at the beginning of the Simpsons episode, Bart Simpson's writing on the board. That's because he has detention where you have to stay after school to do annoying things. I did this as well. And let me tell you, I did some stupid things like writing. I will not talk in class 50 times and 
getting chewing gum off desks. Oh, um, Substitute Sabrina also used a lovely term when she said, correct me if I'm wrong, but girls don't play football in PE. So this is a lovely term to say something which you're not sure about. Correct me if I'm wrong. But then we had some American terms when she said, I tried out for the boys team and I made the cut. So she did trials in British English, we would say, for the boys team. And then she made the cut. So she was selected. She was chosen for the team. Um, Some lovely vocabulary when we said that woman who beat the man at the tennis match, he made him eat his words. So when you have to eat your words, you say something basically and then you're proved wrong. We spoke about the woman who knocked out the man, so made him unconscious and put him on his backside. So put him on the floor, basically. I then said I wouldn't want to mess around with her. So a way to say I wouldn't want to fight her. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight anyone, woman or man, but especially this woman I would not like to fight. And last but not least, we had telling her off is an understatement. So when you tell someone off, it's when you, let's say, criticise them. Maybe you do this with children, like don't do that. That's telling them off. And how it was an understatement because she used much stronger language by saying, fuck you, you fucking prick, which I thought was hilarious. Um, But anyway, all of this vocab is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Then click podcast episodes and go to the latest one. The podcast, sorry, the website has had some changes recently. So go and have a look. I will see you all soon, people. I am actually on holiday now that you are listening to this. So I probably won't be active on social media because I want a social media detox just for one week. It helps these days, doesn't it? So I will see you all again in two weeks unless you're in the Rock and Roll English family and I will see you tomorrow. So, yes, see you all soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.